Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Is everybody there? Good morning. Are you guys there? Yes, oh, there we're we here and we're ready to talk football. Or at least the good stuff Thanks. about football. <laughs> or the, or, or I no. say the entertaining stuff about football. Well, exactly. that doesn't we start exactly. with the entertaining stuff about football, considering the word on the street for the last uh, few weeks has been all Antonio Brown. Well, today Antonio Brown calls it quits after being released from the Patriots this week. He decided this morning that he is definitely done with the NFL. He's officially retired. Not only has he officially retired, he just felt it was a great day to put everybody in every single situation on blast. If you follow him on Twitter, you know exactly what we're talking about. Every situation from Big Ben to Robert Kraft to his guaranteed contracts to things that have happened in the alleged sexual allegations. He is not just tweeting about them. He is actually putting up screenshots. He is such an awesome person. I mean, who wouldn't want this guy on their team? I mean, he, pulled, <laughs> he just officially pulled the you're fired, nobody quit. You're fired, nobody quit. No, you're fired, nobody quit. <laughs> We don't know which one hates the other one more. Well, actually, we do, because I think he was taking check if somebody gave him a check. (laughs) Well, you know, everybody likes to play poker. No, no, we're not going to play. This this is a huge distraction. It it was a distraction um, under Mike Tomlin. It was a debacle in Oakland, and I have no idea once he was given a chance and had a really good game with the Patriots. It's gotten even worse at this point. It, it doesn't even make sense the, to bring him onto your team. That's ridiculous. That, that's not even a thought. Thing of all. Wednesday, when he decided he wanted to send text messages, threatening text messages, not just threatening text messages, threatening text messages that, that included photos of this woman's children. Dude. Dude. Seriously, dude? You know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things to where as, if you say you didn't do something, then do you do nothing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say a word, you know, at all. All you have to do is keep moving. If your if your responsibility to yourself is to make sure you get your check, then all this other stuff is I'm innocent. I didn't do it. I'm going to work. Talk to my lawyer. I, 
a two-year-old during a cerebral tool throwing a temper tantrum to look at AB right now and say, seriously? Now I'm just telling you. Hey, like I said, you. a two-year-old would look at AB right now and be like, dude. Are you serious? I mean, I just cannot believe it. it like like Cass said, he woke up this morning on the East Coast early, early this morning, throwing off text messages. I'm through with the NFL. We're going to see how hypocritical they are. They're going to give me my money, and the NFLPA going to defend me. Then he decides to call out Ben Roethlisberger, Shannon Sharp, and Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, yeah. You can't leave that out. The Robert Kraft one, it's like, dude, he's the one that still has to cut your check. He's the one that still has to cut your check. Because I learned this morning that his signing bonus wasn't an immediate signing bonus. Five million of the right. signing bonus was scheduled to hit too. tomorrow. It was not scheduled to hit until tomorrow. So the Patriots have essentially said, oh, heck no. We're not cutting this check. No, that is not it. I, I, I wouldn't do it okay. at all. It's, it's like if we have to cut this check, it makes us. We are going to we are going to exhaust all all appeals. So we gonna wait till the last possible minute to actually cut this check. I'm just and saying, that's honestly you know, what like. he did to himself. So that that's literally what he did to himself. He had <laughs> he should have been given the passes that he was given, but he was with, with two different teams. And he initially he he essentially shot himself in the foot. No, nah, I'm not going to say two different teams because I'm yeah. not going to ignore the passes that he was given while he was in uh, Pittsburgh. The amount of passes he was given in Pittsburgh. Well, he didn't have enough, he didn't have enough time with the Patriots to get a pass. It was two different teams. He showed up at that time. He wasn't active week one. He was active week two and played like a champ. And then, you know, there won't be a week three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, the numbers keep going. I mean, because. So he didn't have I, a chance well, you got, with. With New England, I hate to well, say the way he you got to look at it. Too. He he did his three strikes in your out deal. He did his three strikes in your out. He did like four well, yeah, you know, seventeen three. strikes. I'm, I'm talking he about for our team, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, I'm talking about team wise. He went through three teams, and that's it. Nobody else about to deal with that stuff. Nobody wants to. That dude had you know, nine when, when you, strikeouts. When you showed it, you stupid. <laughs> When you um when you um maybe forget my thought, man. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, my bad, because he just keeps striking out. Starting with the no, don't okay. be on don't be on Facebook Live in the locker room while the coach is giving a post game speech. Well, of okay. Aside from that, also, when the coach is speaking to you and that was supposed to be a private conversation, it's probably also not a good idea to take that conversation and try to make a low-key video PSA about your situation. Yeah. That really, really, you know. that, that didn't go off too well at all. So it, it's just a lot. He sat himself in the foot. 
this is now going to be a daytime drama that doesn't have anything to do with us watching football. It's just going to be us mm-hmm. talking ESPN, NFL Network, Fox Sports, Bleacher Report, and several other outlets to see to see what happens next week. It's like when the music starts playing at the end of the show and it says to be continued. We got a season of it. It's going to be absolutely yeah. awesome. I've been up since 4 a.m. this morning. And oh no 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 no! I wouldn't right. him. I, oh, I went. I went to bed. I went to yeah, bed but... at, at your time. <laughs> no 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 no! At four a.m. this morning, I was up up for no reason at all. Nothing worth talking about. But just in that moment when you know you're about to finally doze off and go back to sleep, uh, Bleacher Report, ESPN, and Yahoo Sports notifications started going off on my phone, saying. Turn to Twitter. And I'm like, I don't follow AB. I do not follow AB. Mm, but I did not okay, fathom. So I, do. I did not fathom what I was about to read. I should have known better. I really should have known better. Because I did go look, and if you've been watching any sports station today, local or national, somebody has said, multiple people have said it on the stations that I've been flipping through, keep on lookout of AB's Twitter for the rest of today because it will be entertainment. <laughs> man. Oh, my God. being said, the only thing we can do is exactly what they asked us to do, and that's keep on the lookout. So, yeah, I'm with that. It's definitely going to be entertaining. It's going to be absolutely hilarious and sad and heartbreaking at the same time. Uh, Antonio Brown, how could it be? It's no longer sad and heartbreaking to me. You know what's sad and heartbreaking, though? That, That somebody put himself in a really good predicament and he messed it up, and now he wants others to be held accountable for what he believes they played a role in messing up. Like with Robert Kraft and his guaranteed money, he wants Robert Kraft to be held accountable for that. Like he feels like, oh, so now GMs and team owners can do and say what they want. But there's always a but clause in the guaranteed money. And if you do yeah. not meet that clause, even if it means you have to put one cleat on the field of game one or the practice facility, whatever it is, there's always a but. If you did not meet the requirements, including what's happening with you in social media, what's going on with the alleged sexual assault case, if you did not meet any of those criteria that were put into that contract, it really doesn't matter. And the person who's being the quietest right now, which is absolutely odd, because you would swear he suits up every week as well, is Drew Rosenhaus hasn't said anything. Normally, Drew Rosenhaus has some of the most vocal players in the league, and he always, even when AB was going through this and AB got released from the Raiders and got signed with the Patriots, Drew has something to say. Drew has not said anything. Cass, me and Mike actually talked about this in the pre-meeting. We actually said, Mike brought that up, said that uh, his agent probably needs to tell him to shut up. I said, I believe, considering his agent is Drew Rosenhaus, Drew Rosenhaus, Drew Rosenhaus has Rosenhaus. probably told him to shut up. 
and has probably said, okay, you're going to do what you're going to do, so I'm going to just sit back and forget it. I can't get you to shut up. Yeah, so, so now you hear I don't even, I don't even know what. But you know what? That's how we'll be watching Twitter today with them crickets in the night. I don't think that um, when it comes to this, Drew, Drew's had very vocal players. I mean, you got CO, I mean, even Lance Briggs when he was playing here. He's had those very. He's, he's used to these situations. I think this is like something that he kind of, I'm going to say low key creates, but this is definitely a part of, you know, how Drew gets down. And he's, I mean, there's so much coming at Drew right now that is, is absolutely ridiculous. And so we just have to, you know, get our popcorn and sit down and watch Twitter because it's been very, very, very. Is this what T.O. meant when he said get your popcorn ready? Get your popcorn, popcorn ready. Oh, my God. I need that sound bite on the show. I got to have that gotcha. because clearly for the rest of the season, we will be tuned into watch what happens next with A.B. <laughs> We're going to watch it like we do power every week. It's going to be something new. You see, I'm here for it. At least with power, we know what time to tune in, whether it's on demand at midnight on Saturday or on a regular schedule time. With AD, we don't know when it's going to be. Like ESPN is going to start, like, oh, my God, he's back at it. Like, I love it. I love this suspense. I'm I'm just going to keep popcorn by the bed. Like, I (laughs) – With power – with Game of Thrones. Yeah, damn, I'm with, watching that. With Snowfall, you think we'll so. we know what time to tune in. We have no idea what time to tune in with AB. But that's that's that makes point. this even better. That makes this that's even better. Netflix should just pick up Antonio Brown and just, like, do it like that's the Truman Show. Like, he's just always on. Let's just sit there and see what he says next. The, ho- the whole point is to keep... The the 4 o'clock in the morning, he started away. tweeting? Come on, man. That was ridiculous. Uh, I, no, I don't know if it was 4 a.m. That was the time I was up when I was about to go back. He started tweeting at 3.57 a.m. He was probably sitting there with a bottle of E&J and all his pain. You gave him a so bottle clearly. of E&J. You gave him a bottle hey. of E&J. Who else was going to do that? Hey, man. Who else was going to do that? that? Like, are you trying you to do this when you speak nobody or something? Like, he definitely wasn't sitting there with a McCollar 25 trying to fix this now. He was very upset. He was screenshotting, so we don't get good liquor for that. Whatever liquor nope. store is open. He was, nope. you know, really good liquor with that because good liquor you sip and you don't necessarily have 19 glasses of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you ain't about to waste good liquor we, on that. We're going to see here. With a bottle of Urkin no, nah, you want to get you about to get get down too. You you just want the you want the hard stuff. You ain't trying to spend your money. That's not the point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The point is, it hit the nearest liquor store. We about to get it in. That's so aside from troubles yeah. going along, so now we know that this is the whole season saga. So we'll be toned in and tweeting, and we'll be passing like everybody else that's excited about a new show. Because that's what right. this is. Um, right now, we also have to swing around to the Jaguars and Jalen Ramsey. Um, White out Jalen Ramsey definitely on the on the sidelines had one of the biggest blow ups ever 
with his head coach. I won't say ever, but it, it was pretty major to the point of where Jalen was like, y'all have to get me out of here. Like, not not like the players in Miami, though. The players in Miami might take a trade for a bologna sandwich or some cheese sticks right now. So it's not that type of situation. <laughs> He really has an issue with his head coach, and the blow-up on the sidelines was semi-public. Um, people did get to see his reaction. And I, I'll say this. Um, yes, the games are intense. Yes, the games are heated. It's, it's, it's almost for those few moments like life is on the line, and whether he made a mistake, didn't make a mistake. There are not – I mean, we everybody on the – show was naturally at one point and there are times when the exchange is is not you know friendly fire it can be pretty detrimental but the one thing that you have to understand as an adult is there's only so much you can say or do to a person before they push back and with with just the tension high and, and everything else going on of course Jalen was going to push back, but then to be assaulted again, and then he pushed back again, and then they put all the blame on cornerback Jalen um, Ramsey. It, it, it's kind of a really touchy situation for a couple reasons. 90% of us don't know exactly what transpired in the conversation or exactly what was said. A few of us do. But 90% See, of us overall do not. From what I have understood, all that I've read and all that I've listened to on different shows and different uh, pundits, it's almost, from what I understand, is Tom Coughlin has been the propane tank, the gasoline, the the bottle of alcohol and everything, and the Molotov cocktail and everything. And the coach was the match. It was just like we had this really messed up situation with Tom Coughlin belittling certain players and telling them how they have to be and that we ain't going to pay you and this is what you got to do. And then you got a coach that is just as bad, if not worse, with how he speaks to his players. Tell me if I'm wrong. Exactly. No, that that is absolutely correct. Man, you can't, you know, you cannot expect players to be in a situation where, there's tension from the coach, there's tension from the off, and we want people to be happy about that, you know. And then you definitely, from what I read, um, it just basically said there were some things that shouldn't have been said that were said. And that's what created the thing of him wanting to leave out of there. And obviously it seems to not have been the first time. And, and no, it, it's not the first time. And they even tried to blame it um, – on that he may be in his his feelings um, with a few people kind well, of leapfrogging over him as far as being paid. There's just so many different situations. But the thing is, it, it was just the heat of the moment situation, and this is how it was handled. But some things, the, the things that were said really should not have been said. Like, you cannot be that mad. This is still a professional organization. Everybody is still at work, and I don't. There's going to be cursing. There's going to be already the sense of being high. A few things that are going to be said, but at some point, you have to respect your players. You're playing with adult men, and you have to respect your players, even if that means you got to kick a can, go knock over the Gatorade, um, 
You know, Point take your frustration out elsewhere. Else, right. You, know. you, you cannot do that, and that is a huge, huge issue. Um, right now, what we're trying to figure out is where will Jalen Ramsey land, and is he going to land somewhere else? And if so, what would be a team that's a great fit for his style of play at cornerback? I mean, the first thought that I have for Jalen Ramsey to end up would be uh, the 49ers. Um, the perfect person opposite him could actually be a great person for him to play next to would be just 49ers. I would not be surprised if he ends up in a place like Seattle or heck, uh, Pittsburgh or New England. But just to get back to what's going on in Jacksonville, I still believe Tom Coughlin is the worst thing for Jacksonville. I believe Tom Coughlin is the reason why they don't have a good quarterback. Uh, I believe they would have had a good quarterback two years ago had it not been for Tom Coughlin, a very specific quarterback, but that's not the rabbit hole we want to go down today. But there is, uh, you use the word, the perfect word, Cass, there's a whole lack of respect on that sideline between uh, Ramsey and the coaching staff. Because after they split the two up, had them off by their sides, by themselves, and both of them were were disrespectful towards each other. Let's keep that honest. Both of them were disrespectful. The problem that I had mostly was after they had separated everybody, the coach came back and kept pushing. It was like, I don't care. That was, a, that was the biggest issue. That was yeah, the you know, the coach. At, at that point, if you've already been separated, and you're the head coach of the team, go chill out and walk away. Do like you're telling your player to do there. You're not willing to tell your player to do the same thing, man. Yeah, it's a major, that's a major issue. Huge. You know, you should be a whole lot better than that. whole lot better. I mean, once, once places have made it up in their mind that it's going to be a level of disrespect no matter what, At this point, you're not trading for any side to be happy. You're trading for necessity because it is proven that you all can't be in the same room with each other. I mean, I've I've seen other teams in other sports do this same thing. They traded uh, Latrell Sprewell at at one point uh, because of this. Latrell went from Golden State to New York Knicks. They traded Adam Eaton. Uh, out of Chicago because of this. It, it it happens in sports. Once you're at this point, there is no going back. And then realistically, the team that that trades with you, they are generally not going to give you everything because they know you're over a barrel. They know you can't do much about this. You got to get rid of them. I mean, heck, let's keep it real. When Randy Moss went from Oakland to to uh, New England. <laughs> New England didn't pay much. They was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take this. And when he went from New England to Minnesota, 
Minnesota didn't say much. Men from Minnesota to where was it? Uh, Tennessee didn't say much. It was once once you're in situations like this, it it is a lost cause for everybody. It, it's time yeah, to just yeah, you just. <laughs> You know, you just put yourself in a position sometimes where, and it really does depend on the circumstances, I believe, you know, to a degree, but we also know it depends on the politics. <laughs> now, know, that, one that of the part. things that's going to hurt, J- oh, yeah, you're, you're right. One thing that's going to hurt Jalen Ramsey is the way he showed up in training camp in Jacksonville. He showed up in a Brinks truck. He essentially said, I'm backing up the Brinks truck. I want to get paid. So wherever he gets traded to, and he, that team has to essentially be ready to cut the check. Because if, if that team does not cut a check, he will leave in free agency at the end of the season. Well, however it's going to work out for him um, at this point, I definitely understand how he felt. I just hate that that happened. And, and it's not that exactly. it doesn't happen. We just don't see it to the spectrum or to this level. Right. So I, I mean, I somebody at least that happens. Right. Somebody, somebody at least walks away and says, all right, man, forget it. I'm going to leave this crap alone and going on with swap, you know, her just do. Um, and even in situations where it takes to be separated, you still got to deal with that. But to be, like you said, on this level and that magnitude, and for the coach to come back and you know restart it all up, I'll blame. I'll be. I'll. I've been there. I left because you know not the same type of situation, but something similar. You know, when I was in college, so I'm like, I get it. You know, you're only going to be, you know, at the at the end point. Yeah, I'm a football player, and they, that may be what you what you see me as. However, under this football player, under this uniform, under these numbers, is a grown man. And just because I work for you doesn't mean you get to speak to me any kind of way. You know, and it's the same. It's, it's the same thing when you in college. They say college kids. They're not kids. They 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 grow. Legally, they're adults. And that gets on my nerves. These are not, they're not kids college anymore. kids. They're grown. They're adults. No, college kids are not kids. Once you once you <laughs> can go to war, so legally, if you can go to war, you are a grown man. Yeah. Exactly. You're an adult. And, and, the way these, and the way these GMs are looking at some of these players and the way these coaches are looking at some of these players, it, it is a complete and utter level of disrespect. And honestly, you don't yeah. see it out of these younger coaches because these younger coaches realize I'm not that much older than this, this guy over here. I am not that much uh, older. You see? Well, there are some who take it there, trust me. You know, the good ones don't. The good ones don't, but there are some who will take it. There. You know, some younger ones that do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There are. Correct. Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah there man. are. Some of them got that. Yeah, some of them got that, that chip tough. on their shoulder too. You know, so it's not. It, it, it occurs. Unfortunately, it happens. You know, across the board. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, they're all. They're all. They're both men. So let's just. We have to see how it works out. And hopefully he'll land somewhere where he'll be respected, where he'll get paid what he's worth, and where he can play and have fun, and he can win. 
That's all he wants. <laughs> so right now, I think uh, Say again. And some people do right think, now, well, like no, he wants to play. He wants to play. Right. He wants to play, but I'm just, there, there have been other contracts and deals that have been solidified, and he feels like they're playing leapfrog over him, and then you want to completely disrespect me. I'm one of the best corners in the league. So well, this, is, this is all going bad. This is just yeah, off on gas. For him, it's just not a good situation. It's just not gelling well. And so if he has a chance to leap to another team, he'll definitely take it. If he has oh, to I stay would. there and take what he feels is an abusive situation, then he definitely wants the money. So I, I get exactly. that. Exactly. And, yeah, and you I'm going to pay. do this. I, 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 have, I have to do this. Since we're talking about abusive situations, I have to talk about my squad. I don't know if I'm still in the league. <laughs> I know that for the last pretty much five years of listening to us, everybody knows that I am a diehard Vikings fan. But right now, right now, this is how I feel. Like this keeps happening to me, and I just don't understand what it is or why it is. But um. We don't have a quarterback, so if anybody out there playing quarterback in high school or college and wants to come try out and suit up for the Minnesota Vikings, I think I'm going to start holding tryouts. And we can't pay you a lot because for some reason we got $84 million damn dollars for Kirk Cousins. But it, it's cool. It's cool. You get, like, recognition. I hear a couple yeah, women yeah. that hang out and follow the team. You get to ride on those team bus and get on the airplane. All for free, you know. It's, 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 uh, it would be uh, great. Uh, uh, They're gonna feed you. I just let you move into a really it, nice house, but I, I don't know who starts giving. Oh my god! I don't know who starts giving her cousins eighty-four million dollars. Was like, why was that even in somebody's mind? That's like another E and J moment. <laughs> like, like my team was <laughs> like, hey. Let's try this E and J. I know what we'll do. Let's go get Kirk Cousins. We happen to have eighty-four million dollars. Let's shock the world. You know, put all bad liquor up. It's the Surgeon General's name, and only don't drink it. Because clearly, what happened last week in that subpar performance, and it's not just me. I can even quote Charlie Wal- um, Walters, who writes for the Twin Cities Pioneer Press. He's one of the sports writers, and um, he basically feels like. You know, our squad is stuck with Kirk Cousins, and it's definitely our fault, unfortunately. I've never seen, and there was an amazing meme last week that happened here. I've never, I've seen some pretty bad stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I live in Chicago, I'm from Chicago, and I don't think, well, I did not think you could get worse than Rex Grossman. I, obviously, you're about to see the second coming. Well, and the world so, knows that I so, enjoy yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, I hope, I hope but was not sold on Teddy Bridgewater, even prior, no. not prior to Teddy his injury, Bridge. just his uh, season one rookie season. Yeah, yes. this is rookie season, but he's pretty successful. Unfortunately, he didn't have um, Adrian Peterson that year due to other complications that the league is often full of. But he, he, he did okay. When he was able to have everything in the mix, he was pretty healthy. He, he was Yep, 
So we keep having these quarterback issues. We got kicker issues um, because last week, if the kicker would have found the uprights and went straight through them, probably would have ended the game with the W. Um, and also, we do have to watch our penalties. We have very penalty-heavy teams. A lot of that lied on the referees last week. They were like, oh, personal foul, you, like, blew on, like, the left tackle. Like, it, it, it was it was so bad. It, I, when both teams and both, uh, both sides of the ball on both teams are getting upset and the Packers were at Lambeau and they were kind of questioning some stuff, like, you got to be blind. It was really it was a couple games like that, so it wasn't just even the Vikings Packers game, but this Kirk Cousins situation to have Dalvin Cook having another another stellar game, to have um, our tight end was wide open headed toward the end zone. Um, Adam Thielen was on the one yard line, like I'm wide open, and by and, and you're not Drew Brees, you're not Aaron Rodgers, you're not. You're not even Kurt Warner, and he was old when he was still in the heck. You're not even Warren Moon. We can just go way back to somebody in their forties that walked into the league, and you thought it was wow. just good idea to, to find the triple covered wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, with everybody including a few monkeys on his back to throw the damn ball to. Well, I could have just threw the whole TV out the damn window. How and why, when the game was on the line and you had a wide receiver that just needed to catch the ball, turn and fall, did you think that this was your damn moment to shine? And the words of one of my favorite coaches, you play to win the game. All that other day you did, I just, I could, I, I literally could have just thrown every electronic device I had out the window and then jumped with it. I couldn't believe it. I can, Her cousin hasn't been I able can, to screen you like that for a while, because no, we don't like that. I didn't like Man. that when he, he said that. I, I was like, you're feeling yourself a little bit, aren't you, Kurt? It's, it's, well, it's a know, cluster, for lack of a better word, we can say it. And, you know, the FCC writes to me about it's, yeah, it's a whole cluster going on with the man under center in Minnesota. And I don't know yeah. what we're going to do about it, because they should have kept Kyle Slaughter. Would have been a great backup. He could have came in, threw a couple bombs, let Kurt get himself together, which probably won't happen until like game fifteen, and we'd have been okay. Oh wow! Would have been decent, the season be over. but well, you know, let him do some garbage. <laughs> yeah. But this is all bad, and and they actually are hosting the Raiders today. Of which the Raiders don't look all bad. How about that? The Raiders no, have actually been all good. Yeah, they, they haven't look, look bad at all. They do not look bad at all, despite everything that they had to go through with the, the saga and the Antonio Brown drama. Um, and you, Gruden really has – that team has really looked in the shape. Um, the stats are good. They're playing great on both sides of the ball, very consistent. The defense looks absolutely amazing. So does Minnesota's defense. I can. And once, once Minnesota's defense gets up and running, absolutely phenomenal much better at stopping any conversions on the third down. Um, the takeaways, especially um, game one, when Ann Harris was able to just be very effective in picking off the ball, those are going to be two great defensive matchups to watch. Unfortunately, I do believe that the Oakland Raiders' offense is going to, unless 
there is a miracle or the of passion of the Christ or, or something happened some kind of way <laughs> this past week with her cousins, they really are going to have us when it comes to the offense. They've done a really good job in, in, in two games proving that they can um, definitely find the open man. They utilize the check down really, really, really well. I mean, it, it, it their play has been absolutely phenomenal and very consistent. And so we have that ability. Our ground game with Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook is running like an absolute beast. And it's phenomenal, and I absolutely am enjoying watching it. It's almost like watching an, an Adrian Peterson again in his heyday when he was there. But we can't just keep the ball on the ground. Eventually, that'll be shut down. And I have to also give a lot of love to Madison, who's the rookie um, running back. He's doing a phenomenal job as well. And so when they sub him in for, for Dalvin Cook, it's like you almost can't tell the difference. But you have Stefan Diggs. You have Kyle Rudolph. You have Adam Thielen. And they're just – you've got to learn how to utilize them. And I just watched a whole – game of just hitting them in the chest, hitting them in the numbers, making really bad passes, making very low passes. And the one thing that I can't stand for a quarterback to do is stretch a wide out. And, I mean, he was stretching Stephon Diggs like he was plastic man from back in the day. And it just was not working. It wasn't even a chance for Steph to even get a P.I. because he's reaching all the way into the stands to try to catch a ball that was just not going to happen. So I don't know what was happening at that time. And I'm going to say Kirk Cousins, and I'm going to say this. We're going to go to the Bears last. But I am going to put um, Trubisky in this conversation. When you know you have a chance to redeem yourself, that hurry-up offense, that no huddle, something that Aaron Rodgers is great at, something that Tom Brady is like, oh, they're not going to throw the challenge flag. Oh, we got them shook. Let's just keep going. Spike the ball. Let's go. Both of them have to become better at that. They're both letting um, the other team's defense get reset, get back into play. Um, it, 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 it doesn't work great for the Bears. Right now, nothing works for Kirk Cousins other than his jersey and his helmet stick and the, the headset and his helmet works. I don't know if you well, but it, 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 it effectively works. I've worked by the staff, so there's no problem with it. So, <laughs> I um, don't know okay, what you're saying. Really <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, I just think it was, it was a little bit of a waste um, on a mediocre quarterback. But, but well, you were, you were publicly heard stating that you should. You were publicly heard stating that you all did, you didn't want. Your Vikings. I didn't want them. Signing him and I mean, over one of the three QBs that they already had. They let go exactly, of Jay Bridgewater, Jay Tatum, and I took a lot of from other writers. I took slack from other commentators, other writers, and a few fans. And right now, a lot of these writers are writing the same thing. Like, maybe this might have been a mistake. I mean, the quarterback in the offseason was like, hey, fans, don't jump ship. It's going to be a better season. I'm trying to remember the last time a quarterback did that. No? You don't remember that either? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's all bad. Because and he, if you, and he's got a great receiving core. 
He's got a great ground game. The defense is out there killing. In fact, the defense is scoring points. So I don't really understand. Um, help. I feel like that commercial where the lady comes home and she asks her dog, if he ate all his treats and he puts himself in the corner with his head against like the little like oh, um, wow. chest and the Beatles song help immediately comes on. That's how I feel every time like they snap a ball to him. Like I I need help. I I need wow. help. I'm gonna need counseling in a minute. So with this being said, I'm looking at the the the, the matchups, the scoring summaries, um how Oakland has phenomenally opened this season. And we are U.S. Bank. We do pretty – we are supposed to be pretty good at U.S. Bank Stadium. But we've got Kirk Cousins under center. So in looking at all of the variables, what do you guys think? Because I'm going to first and fast in a minute, but what do you guys think the outcome of this matchup would be? Well, I would say, you know, coming from – from the standpoint that they're both one and one. Hold on, let me make, let me make sure that's right. Give me just that is right. That is correct. That is correct. They're both right. one and one. Okay. Since they're both one and one, I mean, you have to look at who you know who they played and who they well they have a tie. Um, they who they lost to. Um, Oakland lost to Kansas City, who's obviously like balling right now. And they're they seem to be one of the better prepared teams, but that doesn't negate the fact that the first team they came out ready to go with the, with the problem that that Minnesota's having with Cousins. I would definitely I I think we're Oakland gonna get it. I just I gotta go with that. I can't because they're clicking on everything. They got they're like I said they both one one and one right now, but Oakland's the better one and one team. That's just my opinion. They are the better one and one team at this point. So I can see them getting in there and just, you know, building on what they what they set out to do. You know, especially since they have no more distractions. I feel like Oakland. What I know of from just the first two games, they've been consistent in the first two games, even in the loss. They were consistent with the Vikings, they weren't consistent. They came out gangbusters against Atlanta and it did not appear to be the same team that came out against Green Bay. And that's the way I'm looking at it. Consistency in the NFL over 17 weeks who puts up the 16 most uh, consistent games. And that's why I'm going to go with Oakland so far. Okay. I won't say that they didn't come out um, attempting to look stellar. They had a slow start, even on the defensive side of the ball. They had a very slow start. They did. And they finally were able to catch up and get in the game. They initially didn't let the Packers do anything after the Packers scored 21. It's just that scoring 21 – by, by that time, it's too overcome. late. Exactly. Right. By that time, it's too late. You know, especially if your, if well, your no, offense can't no, put anything no, on the board. No, 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 it wasn't. There was enough time 
for them to actually take the win. But when you you're, you can't kick a field goal for some reason, uh, okay, that cost them. And the fact that you had Dalvin or was Dalvin in the game? I think Madison might have been in the game. But um, so you have you got a running back in the game. You got an open wide out who wasn't double covered. You had a wide open tight end. And you had one man who would run, Stefan Diggs would run to the back of the end zone. So, obviously, the safeties in the other corner just knew that the ball was going to come to him, like, you know, even baby Jesus did before he was born. Why <laughs> would you throw the ball to him when you had someone who could catch the ball, turn, fall in the end zone, or just stretch, him to the, and stretch his arm into the end zone, get the touchdown, and walk off, and that would have been 2 and out. There was this very bad decision. Couple bad calls, bad, bad decisions. Yeah, so bad decisions. As hard as the defense played to keep them in the game, and the final began to, despite the the horrible referee start to take Green Bay out of the game, there was that was not your moment to like be the movie really. It, it just it wasn't. It it wasn't that time. It was just time to win the game, walk off, and goes to work on Monday and get cursed out because the W doesn't mean that you've had a successful game. And they really don't. And try again. They could have walked away with the win. And so that's the most troubling part of what happened against Green Bay. So do I think they're going to put up a great fight against Oakland? I absolutely do. My only fear is the aerial game and the decision-making of Kirk Cousins. So the O-line is really going to have to create holes for Dalvin Cook and for Madison, um, the amazing running back rookie. He's absolutely awesome. He has a great future. They're going to have to create some holes for them, and they're really going to have to hold the line and get her cousin's time to make decisions and plays. And, and and they may be very mediocre plays. I'm not expecting that they're phenomenal. Would I love to see something phenomenal? Yes. But it just we need to get the ball out of his hand. We need him to make much better decisions than he did last week. If that's going to be the case, then we actually have a game. If we see Kirk Cousins from last week, then I've already – I'm going to watch the game, but I'm going to be on the split screen because I will probably be watching Snap on Oxygen at the same time because that's how I'm going to pick. So, basically, uh, if, he, if he plays like he did last week, you will need a line of shot glass. If, you, if he plays like he did week one, you can take the Kool-Aid. No, I'm just going to see how many of these women were able to really successfully get away with murder or not what not to do. That moment them on snap. It's sad. Hey, man, okay, it's sad. <laughs> not that I'm going to murder anyone. Just can't be Okay. So are you guys, are you guys rolling well? I'm going to, and, and, and I'm going to do this because if the defense plays and scores the way they did in game one, there's a chance that we can walk away with the win, and so I'm willing to actually take that chance and roll with the Vikings. Are you guys both rolling with Oakland, the Raiders? Uh, yeah, Oakland. yeah. Uh, we both rolling with Oakland. Okay, so now on to, that, so. on to the other team, the Green Bay Rodgers. I'm not calling them the Green Bay Packers. It's the Green mm-hmm. Bay Rodgers. You mean you mean A.A. Yeah. A. Ryan and his squad? A.A. A. Ryan and his squad. Because okay. literally um, – as as much as the fact that the Packers have two wins and no losses, Rodgers has two wins and no losses. Because 
against the Bears, they had one great drive, and that was enough. Against the Vikings, he did phenomenally early, and then they couldn't do nothing the rest of the game. The Green Bay Rodgers are doing great. The Green Bay Packers, not so much. And with the fact that they have a great QB and a more than decent a more than decent defense right now, there's a lot that can be said. But I'll say this with out without hesitation. The entire NFC North, record be damned, needs to get their act together. The entire NFC North has a lot to get better with. Yeah, they kind of like the old Cardinals. Okay. Getting the car started. Okay. <laughs> All that's I'll what they sound this. like. A, that's what they sound like, an old car trying to get started. Oh, it it looks bad, man. This is like. I mean, you know, like you said, even though they're they're two and zero, you're still looking like. But y'all look bad though. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I feel like he knows what to do out there, and he's gonna he's gonna make it do what it do. But I don't feel like this uh, new quote unquote offense is doing it doing anything yet. Yes, the play he's calling the plays from the new offense, but the players are just like, all right, we know we gonna make this work. And Aaron Rodgers has kept them together as good glue, and he's not a glue guy. He's a he's a beyond glue guy. And I hate to think how good the Packers would be if they were looking good. Because they don't look good and they're still two and zero. Well, here's the uh, thing, though. For them, if you look at it from from the standpoint of getting a new offense, you know, um, you only have a short time that you really have under that. Even when a new coach come in, yeah, you get in the books and you get the playbook and you sit down and you study and go over and you go out. But to get it into game form where it actually looks the way it's supposed to look, feels the way it's supposed to feel, and runs the way it's supposed to run, that takes a few games. Now, I definitely agree with you. They are definitely right now the Green Bay Rockers. Because without him getting off, you know, doing what he normally does, like we said, for, for the, even for the Bears game, me and you, right before, right before he threw that long pass, me and you both said it. He was like, well, you, I hope they don't give up. Well, you tweeted it. I hope they don't give up the long pass. I was like, yeah, because you know, that's the one thing he's famous for. And next thing you know, he turned around and did. And I was like, see? Because you can't just, you know, it's something, it's something you know he goes, yeah. You know it's going to happen. You have to give him that respect. Why? Because he's done it repeatedly. So you know to expect that with him. So if he has a chance where he can exploit you, and on one long pass, he's definitely going to do it. He's going to move his offense. That's just the best part of his game. You know, I think that, like I said, there'll be a definitely an adjustment for them to get this new offense going. But once they get it solidified and they kind of understand what they have to do better, I, they'll probably be uh, – I think it may be between them and – I can't even say between them and anybody else right now as far as leading the NFC. 
if, if we might be taking that turn back to what it normally is. NFC or NFC North? <laughs> what? what wait, NFC wait North. the NFC North? The, the NFC North? Okay, so you think that yeah. the Packers can actually get the title again? I don't know. I, like I said, I'm I right now. I think the NFC North looks so right bad now, that any team right now can win it. Any team yeah, in the like NFC said, North can win it. I don't right, think right, they right look now. so bad. I, I, don't, I don't think I they're, don't like, think horrible. They you know, yeah. I think the entire NFC if you, North out of four, out of the four that teams. The whole division is up for grabs. Out of the four teams, I would say, definitely say that they look they look bad, look, don't look bad, and Detroit doesn't look too bad. There's definitely some things they got to work on. Uh, the Bears, we you know we'll talk about. We we already know we'll talk about that too. <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, I Minnesota, I, you've already discussed what they issues, and like I said, it's like the whole league is old. You know they, the, that whole little the whole section is, is ignored. They, right, it's so they're old sort. It's I, an old car engine right now. Good about everything. I can say something bad about everything. I feel like you the know, entire division is up for grabs. Yeah, they're they're an old car engine right now. They're they still with that. working out tweets. You don't you don't you don't get you don't agree? Huh? No, I agree that the entire division is actually up for grabs. Yeah, I I, I get I def, I agree with that. I don't too, because it is. Nobody I mean, right I now believe, is outshining anybody. I believe the Packers have. I believe the Packers have one thing that no other team has. They have two yeah, wins against right. division teams. That is the one. They, thing yeah. the they, that that, that is correct today. They got three teams that yeah. no other team in their division has. They got eight and run. and that's just that. Okay. I, I mean, can't. Yeah, I, I can't. Mean, I, I can't go against his ability. As a quarterback, the decisions that he makes, the risks that he takes, and the fact that we sometimes have players like this season, we don't even know who they are, and and look at that, he some kind of way seems to figure out how to pull it all out. So, but when you have two wins against that, division teams, that, yeah, it's that's not made, good. that's an amazing start. I, I won't exactly say that you yet, are, because you because you're already that. in. Because they're the only squad that's played played in their division like that. So that's a great start. But I also have watched Minnesota jump out and be like 6-0 with three to four of those wins being against the division and never even came close to ending up in the postseason. So that's a great start. I, I can say that's a great start. They should be one and one, but Kirk Cousins is our quarterback. So there's that. So with that being said, that's a great start for them. But I don't think that, and it may help in, in the very end when it comes down to the wire. It could be a three-way tie, and that might be what puts them over. We'll have to see. But I, as of right now today, I will say that that is just simply a great start. I mean, they have that that. That's the if I had to pick today, just based on the information that I saw, I would give the Packers the edge only because of that, and that's only because of that. Because I don't give the edge to anybody in this division, but in any any other part of it, other than two wins over division teams, many times that's hard to overcome once we're coming down to the wire. 
but we're not down to the wire yet. We are not. There's so much football left to be played. Fourteen games left against for everybody, everybody involved. Fourteen games left. So I, I feel like this division is up for grabs in a way that I have not seen the division being up for grabs. And usually when the division I is know. up for grabs, everybody's good. Usually, <laughs> usually when I see the division up for grabs, I'm saying it because, man, this division all looks good. We got one of the best divisions in football right now. Exactly, exactly. Well, when you looking at it from this, this standpoint, this division ain't like, looking like that right now. It's 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 not an excited up for grabs. It's a oh man, it's up for grabs. Like shit. Right. When, yeah. Last year when we felt it was up for grabs, everybody was excited. The Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, anybody can win. Yeah, anybody can win right now because everybody looks like crap. Now, I, I, I can't be confident. I mean, as much as I was Everybody does not look them. like crap. The Lions don't look like crap. The Vikings don't look like crap. The Bears don't look like crap. The problem is they have to everybody figure out the chemistry of what they have. Right. The, everybody I, 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 I would agree with that. Everybody had the expectations of the teams were so high, even the moves that the Lions made, that we didn't give them a chance to get their football legs. And y'all both know nope, what that means. We, we didn't give them a shot. Yeah, that's exactly. So we were just like, especially with the Bears, because Chicago fans and the league have been waiting so long for the Bears to become a focal Be relevant again. again. That be right. That, that last season was like, yes, oh my goodness, we have waited so long right. for this, and it's exactly it what we wanted. Tony Parkey, people thought the Bears might make the Super Bowl. Then I did Parkey not think died. that, but I thought they were going to go further than that. No, but I let me tell that. you my Cody. Let me tell you my Cody Parkey situation. I did not, but let me tell you my Cody Parkey issue, and it's not even with Cody. That should have been dealt with. After that Miami Detroit. game. Or was it Detroit, Miami? Because Miami looked bad, too. Both of them were bad. The team elected to Miami, Miami was the pass that I would give. Detroit, I couldn't give a pass after Detroit. So the organization elected to keep coach. So if there's no point if you decided to keep him that you should ever let the game come down to the decision being his as to whether or not you win or lose. I cannot and I'm that tell you this, him. I don't believe that one. He's absolute trash, and y'all y'all went ahead and just opened the trash bag even further to see if anything else would fit in it. That's how I saw it. There was no reason you all have to play better or smarter football. You can't or, or, or go get a kicker for – I don't know, for the last three games, whatever you I felt like that was a Ryan Pace decision because if you look at it from from Detroit and Miami on, Nagy went for more two-point conversions from that point on and said, I'm not putting this in my kicker's hand. He he decided he was going to go for two-point conversions far too often. He went for more fourth downs far too often at that point. It was just like, okay, I don't, I don't believe that they're good, so I am not going to put this in that kicker's hand. Yeah, he just right. was forced so, to. He so, was forced so that, to in that, that final is, game. And what that I, does I, is effectively I Ryan Pace that made that decision. Ryan Pace that, still brought the kicker's hand. Even, even if that's the case, if you if you ice your kicker, 
if you're the coach and you're actually your own kicker, how are you supposed to get back? Exactly. How does how does how does you know if you out there if you if, you, if you're taking him if you're taking him out of the moments where he needs to be a professional and where he needs exactly. that needs to learn learn how he needs that experience. So what if he missed them all year? So what? You got to still put him in there. You got to let but him see, work it was, out. No, we're going to work out the practice. He was, yeah, he, he was might more be kicking with he, the long ones than he was the chip shots because he was missing the chip shots. That's the whole, that's what I'm saying. That's the type of stuff you leave him in for. You don't take him out. Oh, we're going to go for four, man, because he can't kick it. Okay, we can't trust him. That's the kind of coaching that ruins athletes. Straight up. Because you're taking away what they need in order to be an actual confident player, and that's the experience. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So we jumped again. Yeah, so we're supposed to be talking about Detroit right now. No, did we finish talking about the Packers? Hold on, we didn't even finish talking about the Packers. No, we didn't finish talking about the Packers. Wow. (laughs) Well, no, you transitioned right. Y'all transitioned out of that. (laughs) <laughs> the, the Packers are playing Denver today at, I believe, at Lambeau. Uh, you know, Lambeau is right. Um, they're definitely playing at Lambeau today. Um, Denver looks. Um, well, Denver, 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 yeah. Denver looks about. Well, they haven't. But they haven't won a game. Well, nope. There's they that, Nick they could have won a game last week, but again, I am a fan of must play until the clock, the game, official game clock, not the clock of the half or the quarter. The official game, game clock says zero. And if you are up and you know that there, you didn't do great clock management, so there is a chance for the other team to score, your defense has got to play okay, wait a defense. Which to... was how no, I just need to interrupt was... with something that's just run across the screen. The Jaguars oh. had trade talks with up to eight teams um until this week when owner Shad Khan stepped in. And then... owner Shad Khan stepped in and said we gonna open the books up so we can get this guy out of here. So up until then, they weren't talking to too many teams. When he stepped in and said, "All right, let's let's make this happen," so it sounds like to me he's losing confidence in uh, in Tom Coughlin as well. All right, I just have to stop and say that. Sorry. Okay, cool. That was an update, and that's that's cool because we did speak of um, Ramsey on the show a little earlier. If you guys weren't listening, we did um, discuss the situation that happened possible locations for him landing or will his contract be restructured and he'll stay where he is with the Jaguars. So we'll definitely be giving updates throughout the show on that. But back to the 0-2 Denver Broncos and the 2-0 Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah. So I honestly think this going, is going to be a 0 Green, Green Broncos and a 3-0 Packers after this game. I I do too. I I I do too. Yeah, I don't. I don't Blackos not playing. You know, they're not doing well at all this year. It's been a while since Denver's gotten off to a two start. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's been a while since they got off to a two start. They don't have the benefit of playing in the mile high altitude, working in their favor. 
they playing in Lambo. Yeah, this is not looking good for for their chances of being two and one. No, not at all. Well, I mean, the only thing two. that I've heard people talking about going into this game, and this is not something that they should be talking about when you're trying to get your first win. They keep talking about head coach Vic Fangio is very familiar with the opponent and knows knows what it looks is like to look at Aaron Rodgers out on the field. Aaron Rodgers will see a familiar foe on the other sideline in head coach Vic Fangio. That literally should not be the conversation. It just should not be the conversation. I agree. That is not looking good for the Broncos. I mean, that's almost that's almost the media admitting defeat on behalf of the Broncos before a game starts. And some of the times, some of the times when I hear some of these statements, I feel like that's the agenda that that network is putting out there. But when multiple networks are putting out the same agenda, it's like, whoa, okay? Everybody thinks this. Well, yeah, yeah. Not good. I mean, you know, it's it's it's, no. it's, it's, it's you can see it. So you know. It's hard to disagree with the fact, with, with, with the evidence, you know, and it's not like this is not printed evidence. This is visible, real time. It's happening right in front of my face. Oh, I can't believe they did that evidence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know what's happening out there, to be totally honest with you, but I agree it's definitely going to be in Green Bay's favorite and Leia Lambo, man. You already know. And the weather's nice. And they got who? A.A. Ron. I do want to be proven wrong, though. I I would like I to be proven that. wrong, too. I but mean, man, honestly, they just, I would like to be proven wrong, but if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet for us to be wrong this week. I agree with you. You know, I, 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 I definitely, and that's just because you know, of the advantage of, of that Green Bay, not that Green Bay is looking stellar right now, um, but just because the advantage of, of them playing in Lambeau is so great, and then the issues that Denver's fighting through to, you know, to, to get, get just one win on the board right now. So, uh, having, I don't think I've ever done a team that had an 0-2 start. No, I can't say that. I mean, <laughs> They have, have the UNLV, they're we have team, We've never had an 0-2 they're, they're, They are a team that during certain parts of the year, certain teams have certain advantages, like Chicago. Wait a minute. But, but I, I, do, I, I do have to cut you off. I have to slide in here. So you don't remember a couple of years ago when we thought that there was no – a couple of seasons ago, when we thought there was no hope for Green Bay because that is the type of start that they did have? They didn't even get it together to game six. So we yeah, you did our kind of them out. And they won, oh, yeah, I remember that. They won the title, yeah. the NFC North title. So, oh, no, you know, no, that's that not what I was saying. That's not what I was saying. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking about what, what Mike was, what had said. Yeah, I did that. That slipped my mind. <laughs> I'll take that one. But uh, I, I, definitely – Today, you know, just so we can get on and hurry up and get through everything else, 
um, today definitely I, I'd have to get it, get an answer to to, to um, Green Bay in this one. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I would have to I was just gonna say there are certain things that certain teams have an advantage when they play in their stadium, like your Chicago's and your Green Bay's in December. Weather works in their favor. Um, Denver has a true advantage of conditioning in that mile-high altitude. They don't have that advantage this week. They're going in Lambeau. Um, everybody, just, that conditioning will not be working in their favor this week. So I gotta, that's one more reason i got to go with uh, Green Bay. The, the, added, the added factor that helps you in your home stadium is not helping you this week. That's true. So we're rolling with Green Bay. Um, And next up, we're going to – I hate to say we're going to breeze through this, but it's not fair. But up next, we have the Detroit Lions. Okay, I didn't say it. And they are – I I, I thought you were talking about Bears. I'm going to breeze through the Bears, too. (laughs) Um, The Detroit Lions are being hosted by the Philadelphia Eagles. They are playing in Philadelphia. Detroit is – not exactly one and one. They're one and a tie. What's a, you know, one, not that, that, that. I know, that, you know. They're one oh one. But that, that's very, just like how we were speaking of Green Bay having that um, two-division win early advantage, um, this can be a disadvantage at the end of the season if that was a win that you needed to put you over and it could even cost you the wild card. They're playing against Philadelphia. Carson well, Wentz and um, right now, right now they're in second place in the division because they don't have a loss. Exactly, but that doesn't mean that that's going to help them at the end of the season. Say, case in point, it hurt Minnesota last year when they when they had right. that tie mm-hmm. against Green Bay. It hurt them. Had they not had that tie and got the W against Green Bay, they would have actually been in the postseason and not a wild card team. So you've got to capitalize where you can capitalize. And that tie, that game was ridiculous. So let Tyler Murray and, and, and the Cardinals come back to what he did in the fourth quarter after holding them to 24 and 0 the entire game. That's ridiculous. So they were able to move on to the second game. They played pretty good football. I am a fan of Matt Stafford. Threw the ball really, really well. I mean, he, he he's averaging 22.3. Like, you know, he's kind of everything with, with him – it's pretty neck and neck with Carson Wentz. Um, where it gets out of hand is when it comes to the receivers. Philly is just running games. I mean, um, aerial attack stop. Carson throws their ball. Somebody is going to get it. And the yards after catch are absolutely phenomenal when it comes to Philly. And they have There's the some other Jackson things that are questionable. Okay, so I'm not sold on that yet. But he's there. I've seen it. I saw him on TV. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sold on that yet because when they go up against certain teams, I mean, you know, they 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 play, didn't they? They they kind of lucked up a little. Anybody, let me say this, and then we we're gonna go to our Detroit Philly predictions of the outcome. Anybody that is lucky enough to be playing the Miami Dolphins this season, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Forty-three to zero. I mean, it's it's that's like a high the Miami Dolphins are averaging going on. fifty-one points. 
51 points being scored on them. Yeah, that. Wow, wow. It, it can't say anything else. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, basically, wow. if a team comes in and only throws 49 on them, 45 on them, it's like, man, y'all, we thought y'all was good. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. all right. The, the standard so back to this you got to drop 50 on, on Miami. <laughs> so, back to this matchup. Because we don't have a lot of time. And the games are starting to get underway. A lot of preseason, you know, shows of some of our favorite players on the field now stretching and getting ready for the kickoff. Detroit, Philly. I cannot roll with Detroit this week. I can't. Philly. I, 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 I don't want to roll with Philly because I got, yeah, Philly issues. But I do believe that Philly is definitely going to take this. I don't know if it will be easy. Um. But I have to roll with Philly. And one of the reasons that I have to roll with Philly isn't just Carson Wentz. It's also Josh McCown, who came to a place called Minneapolis, Minnesota, and had a season of happiness and roses when all of the fans were like, no, get rid of him because he was just here to be a backup to Sam Bradford and let's get $84 million for Kirk Cousins, who has a name. And Josh McCown is Killing when he has to fill in for Carson Wentz, but that's just just the McCown's a so <laughs> Yeah, so you think he's, he's always been yeah. able to ball? Mm. Yeah, like he's always had skill, but now in Minnesota, man. Let's go, let's go, waste his money. Philly, Philly, Yeah, I have to give it to Philly, even though. Even though they're banged up with you know with major with major injuries this year. Against Detroit. Hey man, I I don't defend Detroit. How why you call me? Why you try to defend Detroit? See, you, you defend Detroit against, we did, we, no, against we did. all. We did. We did. I mean, but 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 the bottom line is, you are usually the first one to defend them. Hey, look, man, I got to give every, I give everybody equal shine until the until the shine wears off. So the shine Seriously. didn't wear off this week. Well, I'm just you know like I'm, I don't really have they anything bad to say about that. We can't be stupid. Wait, we can't. You know, be like, I, we, I mean, seriously, like I can't be like, well, hey, man, you know. I mean, they got 13 people supposedly injured right now. They don't know if if um, Alshon's going to play. They don't know if um, Jackson oh, or the, the voters. He's been marked as inactive, and if we don't get off this show fast enough, I won't be able to uh, deactivate him off my fantasy team. So, Uh, that's what I was saying. Are we all rolling with Philly? Are we rolling with Philly? Philly. All right, so next up is the Monday night game. The Bears are going to D.C., the nation's capital, to play the Redskins. Now, the sad thing with the whole Redskins matchup is the Redskins do not look bad. They can't turn that down. No, they do not look no, they do not look bad. Game one, they would not activate Adrian Peterson. That's a whole nother show, another conversation. The team was very upset about that, especially the veterans on the team. And they took an L. Last week they did activate him. He got those great touchdowns and has surpassed Jim Brown on the scoring. Um y'all know what I'm trying to say. I'm really trying to write. Fourth on the scoring running back list. Fourth on the scoring, yes. Thank you. 
And congrats to him. Great person, friend of mine, amazing player. Absolutely love his wife. And she being a Viking. So that was a great milestone, even though they did not take that W. Now, they're going up against the Bears, who got a W last week off the kicker. You can't keep relying on the kicker. Thank goodness that they do have a consistent kicker. Can't keep relying on the kicker. That game was very close. And to be honest, without that timeout call, the Bears were heading for an L. So the first two games that we have seen from the Bears have not been successful. No, they've so been, they've been with this outcome of this matchup, they, they've not, yeah, they, they've not been the anything impressive. The Bears' offense has looked abysmal. They were supposed to uh, get right last week. They did not get right last week. The only good thing that I can say about the Bears is they, they remember, oh, we can run the ball. That's the only good thing I can say about the Bears from last week. They remember they can run the ball. But other than remembering they can run the ball, they looked abysmal last week. Thank God for a kicker at the last minute. I did have to go back and look at that Kyle Fuller, uh, that Kyle Fuller interception, because and I also had to read a few articles about it because I didn't understand why they called him down. But apparently, um, from most people that were actually at the game and also saw the coaches take, he actually did kneel down with the defender touching him while he his knee hit the ground. So. That's why he was called back because that would not have been necessary had he been, had he scored that touchdown. Uh, but uh, the Bears' offense has looked abysmal. The defense has looked decent. Um, I say only decent because they have collapsed at the wrong moment. Um, in Week One against Green Bay, they collapsed on that that drive where Aaron Rodgers looked all world as usual. And last week. They collapsed at the end of the game when they were gassed and made Denver made made Joe Flacco look like he was back with the Ravens going on a Super Bowl drive. So the Bears' defense has looked okay. The offense has looked abysmal. They need to step it up. Um, I believe the the Washington. Uh, Washington, their their defense has been ranked number thirty out of thirty two this season. Um, when you look at uh, DVOA um, and a couple of other ones, their defense hasn't looked good. And hopefully, hopefully, the Bears can get that act right. But I got to eventually stop saying get your act right because that can't be the theme of what I'm saying about my team's offense every game. You either are right or you're not. I cannot keep saying get right because if I keep saying get right at some point, they're showing me who they are. Yeah, well, they're definitely going to have to do so, some improvement. I mean, even, even though um, Washington is 0-2 and, and the Bears are 1-1, and uh, the one thing we do understand about professional football is that you can't take a day off. There's no such thing as that unless you're doing the bye week or unless you're hurt. And even if you hurt, you know, that depends on to the degree. Um, there's a difference between, uh, what did they say, there's a difference between um, soreness and pain or whatever it was, being hurt and being in pain, rather. So um, seeing seeing as how it looks like the offense is very much in pain, <laughs> you know, this year, and we're, we're you know, we were ranked number 38, 30th in, in offense, um, and then – Washington is only ranked 25th, so it's not that much difference. There has to be a lot of improvement 
on the offensive side of the ball, and definitely. Yeah, we're fourth ranked defensively, but to me, we should be, we could do a lot better. We need to start scoring on defense, uh, not giving up long pay, plays to people like, you know, A.A. Ron, um, <clears throat> you know, and making sure that, they, that we can hold that. Maybe they need to grab a guy from from Jaguars, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Tyler Fuller can use some help um, and grab him up. But today's game, I, I'm I really couldn't call it because I don't really have. No, I, I hate to say it. I'll, 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 I'll say the Bears. Bears yeah, you're going to Bears over Washington tomorrow. Bears over Washington yeah, on Monday tomorrow. Night Football. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Bears I'm over like Washington Monday Night Football. I don't know. I'm like 50 50, dude. I hate to say it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. And it's not, and it, and it's not because I'm I don't have more faith in the Bears. As confident as I sounded last week, when I shouldn't have been so confident, I'm more confident about the Bears over the over Washington than I was over the Bears over the Broncos. Well, you were I correct. The Bears shouldn't have beat the Broncos. I can understand that. Yeah, I definitely understand but, that. They shouldn't have beat. No, I mean as I, uh, as as confident as I was about the Bears over the Broncos, and I shouldn't have been that confident. I am even more confident about the Bears over the over Washington. Okay, I got you. And that, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, you know, I think it, if, if we go with the Bears, it's going to be a defensive game. It's going to be a defensive win on the Bears' side. Um, like I said, right now the offense definitely isn't clicking on all cylinders. Uh, they've got a lot of work to do as far as getting everything ironed out so that it runs on all cylinders. Because right now it's sputtering like I don't know what. Um, but I would lo- I would love to see them be able to capitalize off the talent that they brought into the team. Will we be? Will that happen today? If they play the right play the right way and they play well and they actually have a game, they might they can pull up a two and one. So I'm gonna go with the Bears today. I'm not gonna fight against it. Fight against it. I'm just, you know, put my hands together and say y'all gotta win, man. <laughs> <laughs> and win convincingly. You know, make it a good game. Right. Don't just go, you know, win convincingly. Win in such a way that it looks like that everything is everybody on the offense is on the right page. Everybody on the defense is on the right page. You know, I mean, it might be a couple of We can take a couple of letdowns here and there. The way I usually feel after a Bears loss is the way I felt after the Bears win last week. I didn't feel like it was something I could go around with my chest poked out this week. Right. The Bears right. won. Right. Because it, it was low. Like, man, like, you're like, ugh. Well, we are I want those people. to about, what, what five minutes left in the show? Yeah, we got five here. A little bit, on a little bit over five minutes. Now we yeah, have five we minutes. Forget, so I, we're not going to have a lot of time to talk about it, but I want the, I want our fans to consider something that we always bring up in the early part of the season, and it is consistent this season. The amount of injuries we've had early in the season, it has seemed like. It's not just injuries. It's injuries to big names, be it either QB, starting QBs or superstars. From Alshon Jeffrey still being out, Kareem Hunt still being out, uh, 
Sam Darnold, out with mono. Uh, Nick Foles, out, is out. You have, what other two mean? Ben Roethlisberger is out. You have, I, I, and, I'm, and I'm forgetting a lot of them right now, but there's a lot of people. Oh, you got Drew Brees, that is out. You got Andrew Luck, he retired. You got Eli Manning, mid bench. Between injuries and just stuff catching folks off guard, we have a lot of big names that are not played. Well, I don't think Eli was caught off guard, man. Well, I think they had that. I think I think they had that. I think they had that conversation going in. Hey, man, you know, you don't get but together. I, the reason I don't, the reason I don't, I might not agree with that one. His his seventeen million dollars became guaranteed after he played week one. If they was going to bench him, they should have benched him before. That's because everybody likes the Oreo from Munchies. You so fine. <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, like man, give me that seventeen million dollar amount of respect of let me go out there and look crappy for two games. He's like crappy. That's seventeen million dollars. Right. I mean, like he's been man. He was he wasn't great last season. He wasn't great last. He like unfortunately. They benched him for that one game. They him for. Uh, for Gino, and they yelled and, and said, "No, we shouldn't have ended his streak." They brought him back, and he didn't look so good either. Like I said, man, he's he's about to he's he's at that point in his career where he's played long enough. Some people can go well, on beyond I, I, that I point, do think but a lot of that has to do. A lot somebody of that has on his to do crew may have uh, went and said, "If you're gonna bench me, bench me now." So I can go out of this at 500 because he's got the same amount of wins as he got lost. He's being benched at a 500. Hey, that might have been what, somebody what? on this crew saying, "If you're gonna bench me, it bench is, me it now." Is, it is what it is, man. Shoot, you can't do nothing about it. So I mean, if you're if you're not being productive, then it's your it's, it's the responsibility of the coach to do what's best for the team. If that means I gotta bench you, I gotta bench you, kid. Mr. Mr. Manning, I know you got us two Super Bowl rings. We appreciate that, but it don't look you like you're getting saying? us no more. Oh, All right, well. we're about to wind down. There's that, that is it. Over, buddy. So, so now would you like to tell them where they can find us? You can find us on Twitter and under Fitback Loop. I can't even get the words out of my mouth. Under Football Fan Rush uh, for Football Fan Rush Radio. On Facebook, you can search for us under Football Fan Rush Radio. Uh, you can also look for us on your favorite podcast uh, app. Um, on Apple Podcasts, you can just simply do a search for Football Fan Rush Radio. We're still on TuneIn under Football Fan Rush Radio. Uh, we have RSS Radio that you can do a search for us there. And then just simply go to blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. We're available where you can find us. Yes, we are. Right. Tune in next week when we get ready to talk about um, the new games going into week four and do a little recap for, you know, the winners and losers of today and tomorrow. Until then, y'all have a great weekend. Y'all be safe, please. Um, be smart as well. 
and just have a good time today. Enjoy the games, and we'll catch y'all next week. Bye. See you guys. Later. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.